We're back! Come on! Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Jets Podcast. Gibson on the return, near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. It's the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Get used to the mantra, all gas, no break. Flacco over the middle. It's caught. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. Going to love this one. And it's intercepted. And now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the good, the bad, and the Jets podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ferris, and alongside me is Spencer Klein. And it is Wednesday night of week five. We're back after a few week hiatus. Based on what has happened this season, we had to go on a little break, but we're we're back. I think this is going to be as uh, an as needed pod for the foreseeable future. Spence, I know you uh, you have some thoughts on on how we're gonna, how we're going to go moving forward. Yeah, I, I think you defined it right there the right way on an as needed basis. Just because, like, as as we both felt the last couple of weeks right after the Roger injury, we, we could not just come back and talk to that Zach again. <laughs> and it, it's just, it just, it just can't be done. I can't do another pod season of Zach. <laughs> I, and, and everyone's been asking, where's the pod? Where's the pod? Where's the pod? You know how frustrating it is to talk for an hour about Zach Wilson? <laughs> we, <laughs> we did it. We tried to be hopeful and, well, we'll definitely talk about the past four games. Besides uh, the fourth game, it was a disaster in the middle. So like, how, how can we just come back and, and, and recycle takes over and over again? It just, it just couldn't be done. <laughs> yeah. We said all we said last season, and we thought that was it. So it, we're, we're not coming back weekly. It, it's just not happening right right now. Unless they, I, I don't know, because Zach's starting this week against Denver. So, I don't know. Maybe if Simeon pulls through at some point or they trade for someone, I, I don't know. But right now, as needed, we'll, we'll, we'll hop on. And like I said, people have been asking where we were. So, we got to give the people what they want. So, we're back for this week. We could talk what's been going on, what our thoughts are, some highlights, some lowlights. So if you want to kick it off, where do you want to begin? Yeah, we're just going to hit on some various names and topics. I mean, by default, we haven't been back since. I mean, the Rodgers injury is just unbelievable, just so deflating. It was just, it was literally like a movie scene. that, And, and all the, the laugh out loud just narratives that just continued due to all that. Just just unbelievable, simply. You can't, you can't make that up, simply. <laughs> just with just one of those. It's just, just horrible. <laughs> being uh, being in the stadium for him running out with the flag at night was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal few minutes. 
the buzz was the highest I think it had ever been following the team. I mean, I, it's been a while since the, the, the AFC Championship runs. And then the the Gibson touchdown was probably the best ending I've ever seen. I think it would, it, it rivals the Titans game when they won on the missed field goal. Zach's, I think it was his rookie year. Yep. But the the Gibson run, that was fantastic. He's been great. And and I liked him a lot during Hard Knocks. I'm, I'm glad he made the team. He's earned more snaps each week. He, he's been a, a very good find. Yeah, and, and that game was honestly, it turned out to be unreal. Defense and their job, they, they all look good as a, as a collective unit. I gave a lot of credit to all of that game. You know, they had to keep that group together after the most possible, most deflating possible thing could have happened, happened then. They kept it together, and Nas Zach played a, a pretty sound game in game one, and they found the way, <laughs> and then left with a W. I mean, they, they have Josh Allen's number, but they just they have a good game plan for him every time, and he's yeah. clearly uncomfortable every time he plays the Jets. Yeah, and even Brees looked good week one. I know that was a big concern on how many snaps he would play. He's looked good. Of course, Garrett Garrett's looked good. And the offensive line has not looked good. What else is new? Yeah, no, they're picking it up though. I think I think they found that they found the five. That's all I was saying all summer. Yeah, I know. find the right five. Yeah. I think they're they're heading on the the path is beginning for them. Yeah, I was just recapping from week yeah. one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the uh, the the offensive line, I think it's gotten better each game, and especially getting. Horrible Dwayne Brown out. He's he's never playing a snap for the Jets again, unless someone gets hurt. Dwayne Brown, he he's he's been horrible. Tipman, Joe Tipman's been fantastic, and and Beckton's been a a good uh, recovery story as well. Your boy, I know you've been high on him ever since they drafted him. He's he's yeah. been solid. Always wanted that one to work out. Look, let's you know keep things going. Knock on wood, and continue to stay healthy and. And be the force out there. You, you have your three. That's an easy takeaway from the first four games. Becton, AVT, Tipman, that, that's your that's a group going forward. And yeah, it's, the Becton one is interesting, of course, because they declined his fifth year option the last year of the contract. You know, we'll, we'll come back to that at the end of the season to see what actually that results in. But I think at the moment, it, the take is that's your three to, to work with going forward and then figure out those two other spots. Uh, in the future, don't have to figure it out. It's the group you have for the moment. <laughs> well, Lankin's not going anywhere. Yeah, he, he will. Right, he has been okay. Last game was game four was the best game against the Chiefs. He, uh, I know you always got to check out it, you know our our pod line when the PFF numbers want to hear. That's when you check them out. <laughs> and you know, there, there was some good <laughs> stuff on Lake, and he he's actually played well. He played what I expected him to be when they brought him in. That that was kind of like what, what a Lincoln Thomas in game could be, but yeah. uh, yeah, kind of my my thoughts in the group there. You're, you got your three, and the other two, uh, you're gonna just have to work with it. <laughs> yeah, and the defense, I think the defense has struggled games two and three. The whole team struggled games two and three. Just not good stuff at all. One game was very winnable. The other game was just a little embarrassing but the, the defense the, the way that the 
this team is going to win games is, it, is if the defense creates turnovers and maybe even scores points, too. Because Zach Wilson is not playing every game like he did against the Chiefs. So the, the defense definitely hasn't been up to par for most of the season, I would say. They've had two good games, two bad games, but they got to step it up. I think they're finding their groove a little bit more now. Yeah, it's the I, my. I think we said this at the three games we've been to together so far. Like, get off the field on third down. They had such a problem yeah. with that, and it, it really in all games. I think the you don't stay up anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and the other <laughs> one, like, <laughs> you got me <laughs> laughing at that. One. I had to hit the pause for a moment. <laughs> And um, no, along with that is like, I mean, that's where. Here, let, let me re rephrase that take there. Like, the the, the D line, it's getting pressures, but like we saw one, like we finished with sacks, but like game two and three, they they couldn't finish on it. Yeah, you got to credit some of the quarters for getting the ball out quick. I know that was a a common um, take on Dak after the Dallas game. He just got the ball out so fast, but like. You also need to find ways to counter that. You know? And I know Sala and, and Ulbrich, they love their scheme. They're not going to change it up whether they should or shouldn't. They're not going to. They, they, they're setting that. Got to gotta find ways to just get to the, the quarterback. And, yeah, obviously they changed in game four. They, they figured it out again and made some plays in the secondary and, and the line, and linebackers too. Gotta do. That's where they're going to transition to in the defense. Quincy Williams. That's... That that might be Douglas' best move of the offseason outside of Aaron Rodgers, of course. Well, you know, now, just the quick thought, like when they initially signed him right away, I think I said he was like, all right, happy he's back, but they make that fast. I guess they yeah, did. yeah. We thought it was a little rich of a, of a contract, yeah. but it's looking like a steal. Yeah, kind of like the same reaction, I think, that we had. Oh, I, I won't group you, I'll let you speak for yourself. At least that I had to DJ Reed. I was like, oh, interesting move, pretty hefty deal. And obviously, we love that one. Right now, loving the Quincy one. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll be as good at his position as Reed is, but he's also not making as much as Reed. So I, I think seven million is going to be fine yeah. for him. He, he's developed positively every every because when we first saw him two years ago, he couldn't tackle anyone without doing a, a Dewan Landry headshot. But now he actually wraps people up. And now he doesn't whiff as much either when he goes for the big hit. He's been quite good, and they needed that badly. Yeah, I think that the numbers I saw, or at least a number, is like one of the leaders in the league in tackles for loss. He's just been he's been a machine with that. It's, yeah, it's great to see you have something next to Mosley. Um, I think Sherry, There's not really much to even say about Sherry. He's kind of a zero. Doesn't even play that many snaps overall. He's he's just kind of there. <laughs> he's not it. He's no, he's, he's just he's just a body essentially. I'm gonna shift back you back to the D line. Just a couple of names. I know you 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 love and I like him too. Quentin Jefferson. He's been a a good good piece so far. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I I was happy about the move in the summer. Like I didn't really have that crazy of an expectation. I I, I felt. I guess I'm wrong. More like you know, like a a unit two guy to come in and 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 fill that role. But no, I. I think he's deserving of the unit one, which he's been a part of with them. Uh, just other names in the D-line. Lawson, I think, is kind of a zero now. Doesn't really do much. But snaps also literally because he doesn't really get past his kind of like 
or oh, Stonewall each time right now. Yeah, waste of a contract. Yep. But hey, last year the deal there, they'll be out of that in the offseason. In comparison, though, to the opposite, Bryce Huff is outstanding and deserves to get the bag sooner rather than later. I would say, wait, that's take up enough out there. I've seen this week pay Bryce Huff now. Wait till the offseason. Tag him out if you need to, worst case. Figure it out then. I don't think you need to make deals now, in my opinion. But otherwise, though, he's, he's been awesome. I, I would say. I think you could I, get him now for under I don't know. I it's a it's a it's a tricky one, honestly, because every time you see all the numbers about his pressures, is it's all these different all the different metrics that like a like his his speed to get to the quarter, like everything that you want to hear about a pass rusher, he's like like he, I don't know. He's, a, he, he he's a tricky player because it's such a niche position that he plays. And I, I told you this at the game on on Sunday because the reason why Calvin Pace was so good for so long, even though he was 85 years old, is because he only came down on third down. So he was fresh every time. And that's what Bryce Huff is. He's always fresh. He only comes yeah. in on third down. Who knows if he'll sustain these stats if he's a three-down player. So you can't really pay a third-down rusher that much money. I, I would definitely not pay him double digits. But I don't know. He, he's an interesting. I think he eclipses ten. He just has such he's such a dominant pass rusher. I think that's a yeah, lot for a third down specialist. Well, that's no, I agree with you. Like if if he's only in that role, it's different. But honestly, his role should expand. He should be out there a lot more than just third down. Like he, he get him out there in some of the run running uh, downs. Well, he can he can do it too. He, he I know it expands a little bit more in the in uh. The game against the Chiefs this week, I saw some percentages on that. He just he simply was out there more. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how that one is handled. But more of the story, he's he, he's terrific. He's he's their best pass rusher on. Yeah. This uh, yeah. The others not too, like they're just doing what they're supposed to do. I would say <laughs> I don't really have any special Jermaine's takes been, on them. Jermaine's been great. Quinnen's been good. Uh, Will McDonald's. Incomplete. Al Woods, kind of a scrub. I think you had the right right line there for Will McDonald. Incomplete. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the only game. Yeah. Wasn't Jermaine scratched for a game or two his rookie year? I, I, I said he's going to have like a, a Jermaine career trajectory. He'll flash towards the end of the year when he plays more, and then they'll have a good second year. Look, the frustrating thing about that pick is it was a, a move for next year. Like they 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 have a plan that I trust them with that I trust them with their their D alignment with what they're doing, but that move is not for twenty twenty three. We're not going to debate what they should have or could have or needed to do, but that's over and done with. Although it could have been JSN, but we're not going to go beyond that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you knew that was going to be tossed. Yeah, but yeah, the Will the Will McDonald um the potential is going to come next year. It, that's just. It's just how it's going to be. He's not uh, not big enough, and he's raw right now. Yeah, and I, I think another player that we need to highlight from the defense, we don't need to talk about each one, or actually the rest of them, because they're all great. But Jordan Whitehead, he's having a great year. Great bounce back year. He kind of single-handedly kept them in the game week one. 
Yeah, it was. I mean, I believe that he. I have to double check because I don't remember honestly. Like he clips his total interception total from last year or, or tied with yeah. those three. I think. He had, yeah, I think he had three last year. Yeah, that's. <laughs> he was just he was he was the ball hawking safety in week one, and yeah, he's, he's just been he's just been solid. He hasn't had like I know last year we were complaining that a lot of a lot of those passes where he comes in for the pop and they would just. Slide right off him. I, what was it? The the Tyler Boyd one? Oh yeah, that one won't forget. Yeah, that was the worst one. I can't say we've seen that yet so far. And uh, it, so I'm still interested to see Tony Adams. I don't. I'd say incomplete as well. I mean, minimal snaps. Obviously, because he's missed the past couple of games. Seems like he might be back on Sunday for uh, the Broncos game, but incomplete. There. Still looking forward to see what else he can can bring. But uh, need to just keep. Actually, it's going to convert us to the offense uh, side of the commentary. Stop having them be down 10 nothing, and or stop going down 10 nothing in two seconds. <laughs> I think that was a tweet. I, I don't recall who exactly put it out there. I want to credit them. But like, Stop deferring. <laughs> stop going down 10 nothing, and, and just p- play with a, a normal game script. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> it's, it's always, as, you, as we say, scenario football. They're in it immediately. They've been in it immediately every game so far. Get out of it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to do that when you have a guy who can't play quarterback. Yeah, we could, we could shift to him now. <laughs> I, don't, give me like two minutes on him and that's it. I, I can't do anything anything more. I'm sick of it. Look, we're allowed to use some language on here. He still fucking sucks. Let's, <laughs> let's see him this week. You know, play. Everyone was all here. Let, let me slow down here. <laughs> everyone was, was a little excited about his game against the Chiefs Sunday, and as you should, he played, played like a normal quarterback. That, that's what the bar is. Like Everyone's like, wow, <laughs> look at that. Like, I mean, uh, that's what you're supposed to do in the league. <laughs> that's like, that was like an average game. <laughs> 32, like, was it, what did it end up being? Like, Prox 250 and two TDs? And obviously, yeah, all the numbers don't just tell they did have quality throws this game. But also left shit out there, again. So, I mean... Oh, you were yo, you were done with that sentence, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's all I got there. I'll, I'll stop there. I'll let you get your minute, <laughs> and we're, we're, we're moving on. From yeah, like, that was, like, a, a bad game for Kirk Cousins, basically. So... The the bar's so low that people are gonna freak out. The the cool stat is that we both saw is that he is the only quarterback ever in college and the NFL to have more against completions, touchdowns, and less interceptions against Pat Mahomes. He he outplayed them definitely for the for the Chiefs game. And I fully believe that the game was rigged because of, of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the worst thing to happen. <laughs> The NFL, and that's not a joke because the Chiefs are going to win every single game, and it's going to suck. And I'm I'm glad that Salah actually showed emotion. You know, if that was Todd Bowles, he wouldn't have cared at all. And if that that was Adam Gase, I think MetLife would have burned down from him. So I, I was glad that Salah showed some emotion, even in the the presser. I think it was today. He, he was talking about it and, and making some snide comments about it. 
And even on that intentional ground, he was getting pretty pissed off. So it's good to see a coach who cares and who shows some emotion. And I don't know what Hackett was cooking up the second and third week, but the the offense was horrible the second and third week. And, And Dalvin Cook looks like an old man back there. There's no other receiver other than Garrett Wilson who's worth anything on this team. And the the coaching staff refuses to play the best tight end on the team in, in Rucker. But whatever Hackett was, was dealing and, and cooking on uh, the Chiefs game, it was fantastic. They need to do more of that because the, the offense was just so predictable and stale weeks two and three. Yeah, like I'm more, I'm way more upbeat on on Hackett post game four than Zach Wilson. Like I don't, well, let, let's again, let's see it Sunday from Zach. Hackett, I do feel better about. He, look, the the game three, like there were things certainly left out there on the field due to the quarterback. They that it wasn't the best script. They, as you all things you just highlighted, are correct stub on all that. But like there was enough to, to win the game if somebody could execute it appropriately back there who couldn't. But if if he hits Michael Carter for that walk in and personnel wise, if Tyler Compton catches that touchdown, everything changes though. It's it's all personnel. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I I still don't understand the, the Harden stuff, like I don't know if it's even stuck. Like, just let him play. Like, I'll say the stuff that I've been saying to you in person that needs is now on the record. Like, it's fine if you wanted Cobb to be your wife with Rogers, whatever. I won't fight it or argue it, whether I agree or disagree. If Rogers wanted it, you fine. Now that he's not playing, get him off the field. Let him just be the coach. <laughs> let him be the veteran in the room. That's all he needs to be. Here and there, like, and and that should be it. Like, it's not hard. Harvard should be ahead. If you want to do 50-50 with Harden Gibson, honestly, fine. I, I don't have a huge issue with that at uh, all. Yeah, like not it. an issue. That's the wrong word. I think that would be fine, simply. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just, yeah do, I think like, what you just said there, though, otherwise was uh, was fine. Do, like, more end-arounds with them. They're both quick. Yeah, you use more motion, like, and you'll laugh. I was calling plays for Hackett from where seats on Sunday. <laughs> I, I nailed a few of his his uh what I thought was coming. They were like, you, you do it with so, do it with other people. You gotta just just mix it up. You called I think four plays. the The touchdown drive when uh, they did the two point conversion and they did the quarterback draw. That was I was my jaw dropped when you called the quarterback draw on that. I, I know the, the, the two of note that I was. Myself was when they, I don't remember exactly when they, they ran one of the Gibson like motion plays, but I said, Oh, Gibson in motion, he's going to come right around. <laughs> yeah. and he's going to do, do the, the silliness spot on there. So predictable. I feel like, every, like the, the way he was calling things, he thought he was going to catch it, being like, Oh, was Jackson throwing all day. Let's do a little draw and get the, it was the two point conversion. Like, let's do a little draw and he could just hop right in the end zone. Like, well, it was also- I could have been Steve Spagnuolo out there for the Chiefs. I, I had I knew it was coming, and I was, it's not a good or bad thing for Hackett. Like it just it was just the way the flow was to me. I don't know. <laughs> what wasn't it? Didn't they, they do five wide anyway on that play for the two point conversion? Yeah, I and mean, that's just like why you said it. It's just so typical. 
Yeah, it's so typical when, like, oh, we're going to catch some sleepy. Everyone loaded up to go catch the ball. Oh, here comes Zach. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was funny, but uh, but yeah, I'm I, the more of the story though on Hacker. I I do feel feel better in him. Let's let's keep that personnel shift going. Keep Jeremy Ruckert out there. He can. I don't care if this is a strong statement. I, I'm completely serious on that. He can be like Sam Laporte. He let me rephrase. He can be what Sam Laporte is right now. I think he's that talented. He is a reason he went where he went in the draft, and he showed it at Ohio State. Like. It, yeah. it, it was a lot of talent here. Like fourth round, Laporta went. Didn't Laporta go second round? Yeah, he went with like different offenses, different units. Like all the talent around, Ruck never had that chance to to flash it. Let let him do it now. Like he, yeah, I that, I, that I, cash by him on that that first drive of the the, uh, the second half. Like not. Let me tell you, CJ Uzama cannot do that. Like he can't he, he can't make that kind of back shoulder catch and. I'm not giving him that much credit for the one yard or whatever it was few yard no, touchdown. Yeah. That was not the same. Give him credit for that touchdown, though. I'm giving him credit. For <laughs> I'll give credit for the touchdown, but like he in the in the middle of the field, he's not making those kind of plays. Yeah, uh, Rutgers probably their most. Uh, he's probably the most most athletic touchdown. Uh, yeah, touchdown tight end. I can't speak right now. Yeah, he's definitely the most athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, definitely tight end one. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as we're talking about Ozama, because, you know, the couple of the negative, well, we've talked about some negatives already, but the ones that I really want to highlight, stop playing Ozama as much as he's getting snaps for. Um, obviously, Cobb already talked about, but got to talk about Dalvin Cook for a minute or two here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, let's make it, I'll make it extremely clear. I was very on board with the signing. I was excited about it. I thought, thought you know, yeah, you had Rodgers, you want to spend the money. Would have us would have rather spent the money in a wideout. We both, I think, had that thought in the summer and they didn't. Fine, but you brought in a talented running back. We felt good about it. He is Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he yeah. is done. Like every time I actually I believe Connor Hughes or Zach Roseblatt tweeted it. Every time he gets out there, like it just takes the vibe out of the offense. Like they're just <laughs> it just ruins whatever was developing. I I don't I really don't know what it is. And I know Solid today said like just getting his legs under himself, like and he and then cooks like I'm adjusting to the role. I'm puzzled by that response from the both of them. Like if you're getting less carries and all that, and your your role is is just to to, to only be limited. Like what what do you what do you need all that for? Like <laughs> I I don't know. I'm truly lo- I guess the Vikings knew. That's really the statement, I guess. Well, I think the the issue is that he took all that PTO in the summer and he didn't even practice. He <laughs> signed and he yeah, he practice. wasn't around. Yeah, uh, his 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 uh his free agency tour. Yeah, just, I don't know. I think what I said to you today on the side, or I know we just kind of said it overall, like. He should be doing what Latavius Murray slash Damian Harris is doing in Buffalo, honestly. A couple of touches in short yardage or even, like, if you want to make Dalvin the goal line back, I actually would have no problem with that. He's good for your two to three yards. You want to run him? Be my guest. Yeah, he, he always gets two or three yards, but nothing more. Yeah, like, a big run beyond that, yeah. Maybe has had, like, yeah. one realistically. I, I honestly doubt that <laughs> 100% true. But otherwise, it's been 
what have I said at each game so far? That the three home games. Oh, here we go. The nice two to three yard chunk. Let's get fired off for that. Like, and, and, like I, we laugh every time, and it's exactly what happened. And this is the second week in a row that Salah has said Hall is not on the snap count. So let's get it going. Show us. <laughs> like he said that last week too, and they didn't. Um, they, they didn't show us that. Well, all the, I'll say this with Hall right now. And I still, again, credit to this has been a lot of, a lot of good information. That's Twitter community. Like if, I believe it was a Conklin fell on on the uh, the big run in the in the Chiefs game. That block Reese probably takes that uh, long run to the house. I think week one, Garrett was celebrating. I still have this big run. If you just throw that extra block as well, he probably takes that one to the house so that he almost took all the way. So they're getting. I mean, he he he's back. We don't. There's no. Uh, there's no concern there. Like you see with him, he might not have that same exact burst as last year, but he certainly gets a he gets a break there for coming off a torn ACL. I'm not giving him any bit <laughs> of a hard time. It's just no the the visual eye test, and it's probably even wrong because I know they showed like what, what was the. Somebody, I think Connor Hughes or somebody on the beat tweeted out like, uh, like the fastest GPS of the season, whatever they call it. I, I might be yeah. words like, and Brees' first run was already like top ten or top five. Like, yeah, <laughs> he clearly he he's good to go. Um, last actually one more running back room, and then I'll, I'll pause. You got it. Like, get Izzy. I'll Get Izzy active. I'm sorry, I was gonna butcher his last name. Man. I'm still working on that one. I have, I have a, a, a Bonnie Conda. I, I don't know why I have a problem with that. You know, I'm not even touching that one. <laughs> Get him active. He clearly has the burst. He showed it in school. Obviously, he hasn't showed it in the league yet. But like, he can have a role for this offense. Like, I don't think he's ever gonna find his way to the field though, unless there's an injury. I, I don't see them ever activating four running backs right now. And I'm happy with Carter and his role. Keep it. It is what it is. I don't want to change anything with him. It needs to be changed with Mr. Dalvin Cook. But it's not gonna. They, they clearly have a sunk cost thing. And they, they're they're stubborn with that. And yeah, other teams are. Well, they too, they say, or or someone tweeted it. Maybe Rosenblatt tweeted it that they inferred that because of the money he's making, he's not going to be benched. Yeah, he he's there. There he's going to be playing. That's the 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 tough part here. Like. Like unless you're gonna sacrifice, I don't know what you would say like another an extra D lineman, uh, an O line. Like I don't see what you would inactivate for the game to, to find a spot for Izzy right now. I just yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for you. They already carry like four linebackers game. They already carry a couple safeties, and I'm never telling you to put Ashton Davis in act. Now I'm really just balancing around. <laughs> they, they clearly <laughs> love him and. Cap tip to him for the interception in the Chiefs game. <laughs> he's yeah, he's back. Yeah, they uh, they gotta get something going. They can't just make him inactive all year. That would be stupid. They, they he kind of relates to, it, but it's also a little bit of a side point. Like too, like they they act like the offense is like it's immaculate. When it's not like I, I, this was my favorite line somebody said. Harvin was playing like whatever fifty, at least fifty percent of the snaps or, or or more on the best offense in the league with the Chiefs. Patient, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like literally, what are we doing? It's just absurd. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, so I think really it for the offensive side. For yeah, Zach those things. And that's that. Yeah, there's nothing really else to talk about personnel wise. I think as a team, they got what two games left for the bye, right? Denver yep. and then Philly at home. Yeah, they got to find a way to get to two wins before the bye to have yep. a chance. It's it's, it's not over. It's it, it's obviously the path isn't the same as to what it was prior to the first snap of week one, but it, it's definitely not over. This I think my revised goal. I think what I think I have it like eleven or twelve wins. I might even said twelve and five in our pregame one discussion. You can find a way to nine wins still. Yeah, and yes, I recognize who's standing behind center. But it doesn't mean he's going to finish standing behind center as well. I'm certainly implying other things could get involved there. I still would not be shocked if Trevor Simeon is the starting quarterback post the box. Like, well, the the only other thing, last thing I have to say about Zach, yeah. the the reason why he was so good is because he got the ball out of his hands under three seconds the majority of the time. When he does that, his completion percentage is around eighty percent. If he can just get the ball out quicker. He'll be fine. That's that's his big problem. And just yeah. like idiot Justin Fields, they, they don't get the <laughs> ball out quick, and they just get hit. He just played loose, like he yeah was chucking it around, and some 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 dimes out there. Honestly, there there were a, a handful that was like that's an impressive throw at the at the NFL level. But and Denver staff them now. Don't do it once. Do it many weeks in a row. Denver does not have a scary defense. They just released uh, one of their pass rushers today, Randy Gregory. They should not cause much havoc. I, I think the Jets should have an easy time getting points on the board against them. They they basically have nothing except Patrick Sertain. That's yeah. I saw there was also listening to another. And they got Justin Simmons. No, he's got he's with the Giants. They had they literally have nothing. Justin Simmons. I see. I I'm mixing up. Isn't is that Isaiah Simmons? The, the yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Wrong yeah. player. My bad. There. I'll take that back. <laughs> Justin Simmons. Their safety. I think is good. Historically, one of the worst defenses so far to start. Like this is. I'll say I'm nervous for this game. Like, yes, for the team itself, it's a must-win game, and they showed showed a lot of. Besides quarter quarter one, showed a lot of good. In the Chiefs game against the defending Super Bowl champs, who are potentially heading right back there again, like how can you not expect them to be able to you know, kick ass against Denver? But if they lose against Denver and then lose at home against Philly, I'm declaring the season over. Yes, one one and five is 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 a, a hole. I don't think they would be able to climb out of. Two then and then season, go ahead. Then we're back on the mock drafts <laughs> by November. We we could we could have a different discussion at that point if, if they're one and five. <laughs> Simply get 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 to two and three this week. I wouldn't expect to beat Philly, but you never know what happens. They they beat Buffalo at home and they showed up for most of the Chiefs games, and you never know. Uh, but yeah, find a way to two and four at the bye, and it, it really does lighten up. After the bye, a lot of winnable games there, and a lot of winnable games down the stretch. Like this defense should keep them in every single game, and they're 
playing teams that will be in the wild card hunt as well. So it'll yeah. be very important. Yeah, and, and a lot's broken their way so far. You know, I'm trying to keep the, the rooting guy going week to week. Uh, and really, like, everyone is basically one and three or two and two. Like, there's yeah. so much to go. There a, lot really of injuries, a lot of injuries, too. The yep, Browns yeah. be without Watson for, I think, another week. Yep, and look, the, the season—it's it's a week-to-week league, like we always say. I mean, <laughs> the Jets are—you know—a perfect example that week-to-week league. You lost your—you you lost the man in week one. Like, I'm yeah. not—I'm not rooting for them. Like, anything could happen week to week with any other team. Don't know. So, win the ones that you should win, and I mean, that for of course in their minds, any game is like that. But from our perspective, win the ones you should win and steal a few. That's what you got to do. Easier said than done, but. I'll leave that to solid and the staff and the player. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything else burning that uh, we talk about? I think we hit on everything. I know I wanted to I needed to talk about Dalvin Cooks. Needed to highlight Bryce Huff for positive stuff. Um Thomas Morstead, MVP. Yeah, he's Mr. Reliable out there punting. Uh Sterling, look, he's been so good for the two years is in it's for his tenure with the Jets. Hurts he missed the fifty yarder, but I mean it is what it is there. Otherwise he's he's pretty damn reliable. Yeah. Uh, keep peppering Garrett Wilson targets. Like I think he finished with fourteen targets in the Chiefs game. Good. I don't give a shit if it was for fifty yards. It should be <laughs> a fifteen target game and let you you, you know our pod rule. I don't think we said this on the record. The easy eye test. Forget. Don't need your numbers. And can you? Good. Garrett can do that. <laughs> Very easy. Let him get the ball and him shake people. That's all I need to say. But that's all yeah. I need to reiterate. Get him the ball, or give Brees the ball to uh, to uh, to find options for Mister Zach for for now. Again, I'll say I'll leave it with that Zach for now. Yeah, and yeah, I think that covers it. Like I said. I think the Chiefs game was rigged. They should have won that game. They should be two and two, but whatever. I you lied. Get... My my last parting note because you made a a point about the Chiefs game. I forgot to say, like, yes, the flags they were horrible. At the same time, though, don't put yourself in the position to be relying on situations like that. You don't don't go down seventeen nothing. Maybe. <laughs> Thinking about those, <laughs> yeah, or dealing with that. Like, I get it. The calls were, were easy to say they all were wrong, but like, they kind of were all wrong. Like, I'm not. They, they were other team fans around the league, even of rival teams that were like, "You got rocked." <laughs> it was kind of like unanimous, cl- close to unanimous uh, takes around the the ref actions there. But yeah, again, I'll repeat it, and then I will stop at that. Is don't get into that spot. Don't go yeah. down 10 nothing, 17 nothing. Don't go down. Just start up. And that's yeah. it. I'm done. I'm dipping my lips. All right. Okay, good. Good. All right. So <laughs> don't know when we'll we'll talk to you again, but it'll definitely be in a few weeks. Maybe after the bye. That'll probably be a good one. But we'll do a a bye week heat check. Uh we'll do rest of the season, I guess, prediction as well. So we we thank you for your support. We thank you for listening. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Good Bad Jets.
pod. Just double checking. Yes, that is it. <laughs> and if you want to follow follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Ferris Verified. Thank you, Ren. As always, you can check me out on Twitter as well at nyjetsline824 and on TikTok, which we got the, the week one TikTok correct this year. Didn't uh, mess around with my fingers as I did for the 2022 home opener. You can find me there at nyjetsk824 as well. All right. Well, we'll look forward to talking to you guys in a, a few weeks, and hopefully it's a a more positive experience, definitely. So with that, enjoy the games, and thanks for listening.